welcome to the latest episode of the Apple Orchard. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Baker. I'm joined with my co-host, James Ingracia. Hello. Coming off a very big week with a uh, new iPhone, new Apple Watch, and a bunch of other surprises from the Apple Keynote. And uh, yeah, there's been there's been a lot to absorb, I think, especially for uh, a keynote that had very tepid expectations. Uh, yeah. I personally was was very surprised and l- literally had one one moment during the keynote where literally had my jaw drop. Um, and we'll really? talk, we'll talk about that uh, okay. when we get to that. But um, what did you what did you think overall? Were you were you happy? I mean, listen, I, I always get excited over these things. It's kind of a fun little thing. Like me and one of my friends at work. Uh, as soon as we get the date, we kind of send out a meeting maker and we block off our calendars and all that stuff. So it was, <laughs> it's always fun. They're never going to disappoint. Um, you know, while not everything was like groundbreakingly like amazing, it still was just cool to kind of see all the different things that are going on and what's, what they're releasing. So yeah, I mean, I, was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, as soon as they announce it, I, I block off from like one to four of my calendar <laughs> and, um, you know, anybody, if I have pre pre-existing meetings, I do everything I can to, to rearrange them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like as geeky as it sounds, it's almost like Christmas morning, uh, except you don't get to open the presents for another week or two. It uh, is I thought the most excruciating part for us every single time, maybe for you too, is whenever they talk about the graphics and how fast it is, they always have to show a stupid game demo, and we we're always like, "Oh, maybe no demo, maybe no demo." Maybe oh no yeah, demo. And then that's usually the bathroom break time, like when it's like, "Oh, we've bought so and so for like when they brought the guy from Niantic to show about to about to show about Pokemon Go." I was like, "Okay, this would be a good time to go piss." That one's fine, or even like the the Wizard of Oz game. Like, there's there's no need yeah. because I don't know what it looks like without those features. So to me, it just looks like a cool game that I probably won't play anyway. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I, I did. I was happy though. I did think that the. The James Corden opening for the karaoke wasn't as lame as I thought it could have been. It could have definitely been. So I still have very low expectations that they can do like 10 episodes or whatever they're signed on to do for that series Mm -hmm. uh, on Apple Music and not have it cheesy. But who knows? If They did say James Corden's going to be producing them. So that does give me some hope. Yeah, I wonder who's going to host it, but I'm sure they'll figure that out in a good way. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I think they started that and, and there was a huge, the huge surprise, the huge surprise right off the bat with, um, Mario run was, uh, was really cool. So I think we'll talk about that after, the, after we get to the iPhone, because sure. I think everybody, everybody wants to talk about the iPhone. Um, yes. that's, you know, pretty much the key, the key part of that whole show. So, uh, for, for those of you that didn't obsess over this, like, like you and I did, I think most people that, that follow the rumors knew what was coming. Um, weren't really the only big surprise I think was when they went a little bit more into what the dual camera system on the iPhone 7 plus will do mm-hmm. because there was some questions on is it just going to allow you to switch to kind of wide angle or or what but or like, post zoom or things like that yeah so I guess like I think the, the key things that um, for anybody that didn't follow this are, um, you know, for the for the seven and the seven plus, you're getting much better improved battery life. You're getting water resistance, which is huge. You're getting um, you know a better a better screen, better camera, an even better camera on the plus with uh-huh. the, the dual camera. Um, and you're losing the lightning jack. Uh, I mean, you're using the headphone jack, and you're listening to your your headphones through lightning now. Um, so I think everybody knew that was coming. So that wasn't really a surprise for us, but there has still been that inevitable backlash about the the headphone jack. 
Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm still on the fence on it. Listen, I see why they're doing it, but like prime example, right now my phone's at twenty five percent, and I'm using the headphones that you know the the, the ear pods that come with the phone. So when this thing starts going low, I can just go sit on the couch next to the charger. But if I had the new phone, I don't know what I'd do. So Apple said, somebody asked, uh, I think Phil Schiller this, and his response was, if you get the the dock that they make, I think it's $50, um, they you, you can charge your phone and it has an output for headphones on it. So the thing that's, the thing that's, that's sucky about that though is, it doesn't have two lightning adapters. So you, if you have the new phone, <laughs> you, you still have to use old headphones to listen. However, yeah. I, I don't know if you saw this or not, but today I think Belkin announced they have, they're going to be launching this. It's basically a one lightning to a two lightning adapter. I did see that. Yes. So it's, I think, and I think it's like $34 or $35 or something. And that will basically solve that issue. Uh, I mean, it sucks that you have to go to third party to solve the issue, of that, but um, yeah, I think I mean, that if you're listening to wireless headphones, like Apple basically wants you to, and the whole world is going that way, then it's kind of a moot point. But I think for these next next year or two, as people kind of transition over to that and start breaking the head, wired headphone habit, you're going to have people complaining about that. You can, and you know, I, I could use my Beats. I have wireless Beats, which I love and I use every day, but they're not good for a situation like this because I've tried talking, even though they they say you can talk with them on. You know, the, the microphone's all the way up on my ear, pointing out towards, you know, the outside, not towards my mouth. So no one can really hear me when I talk on those. Yeah, I usually, for my commute, for the most part, I use my, I have those, the Jaybird, Bluebird X um, audio, uh, I mean, the Bluetooth earbuds. And mm-hmm. they're, um, they sound really good. And uh, the thing that sucks, though, is the head, I mean, the mouthpiece in there, like for the microphone is is awful. Like it, it can't even like in a completely quiet room, I can't even use Siri with it. So let alone try wow. to talk to somebody. So I think, it, yeah, there, that's there's got to be better, better microphones coming, I'd imagine. Um, we'll talk about Apple's surprise, the announcement of the AirPods later on. But I think that is, is a promising uh, feature with yeah. getting better that. But I think, you know, so I actually had coffee with, with a friend today and, um, you know, one of the things that came up was, uh, the, the loss of the headphone jack. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people on Twitter I saw too were like complaining about it. But I think once they understand the, that the trade-offs that you get from losing the headphone jack, but you also now get, if you're on the seven, you get two hour better battery life than you had on the 6S. Um, and I have, I have a lot of friends that are still on the six, so they're, they're getting probably like three hours better battery life, you know, realistically by this time, the battery is probably so has lost enough, a lot of its juice by now. Um, and the, and the plus now gets an extra hour of battery. Uh, you get the water resistance, which, uh, they said that they couldn't do the, uh, the water resistance with the, the way the phone has been designed with the, um, headphone jack there. And you get the better camera system. You get, a lot more room because it just takes up so much physical space on the inside to house a, a headphone jack. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think it's, it's definitely necessary for what they want to do. Like you said, and you know what? I mean, listen, when we, when they switched from the 30 pin connector to the lightning adapter, it was all up in arms, but that was, everyone got over that pretty quickly. So I imagine it's going to be the same case here. I just, I wonder what happens to mainly the main issue that I've been hearing from some friends too at work is what happens if your card does not have Bluetooth used auxiliary 
to hook up to the car. You can't charge at the same time. Wait, so, okay. Well, I think, well, you, you still should be able to, well, oh, okay. I get it. So you're saying, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. So my, adapter. yeah. Cause so my, cause my car has the, my, I plug my lightning adapter into, uh, like a USB that goes into my stereo. Um, so I'm wired into it. Yeah, but, mine too. My my car, mine does both Bluetooth and that. And does, but, yeah, and I do Bluetooth. I don't usually do Bluetooth though because I you know I don't get the album art when I do the Bluetooth on my um on my receiver, so I don't you know I, I miss looking at that. But uh, so you so okay, so people are complaining that if they're on wait, so if they don't have Bluetooth in their car, then they're yeah. not able to charge. Well, I guess yeah, the they, they just, have, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, by the adapter. adapter. I don't know if the adapter would do it though because if you need to have an auxiliary, you need well, no, I and think that, if you get the Belkin adapter, if you get the, oh, the, the yeah, that's so, a lot of adapter. That's like a Frankenstein of a of a phone. Yeah, at that point, it's like two adapters on top of each other. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to pose a, a unique challenge, unless some third party company comes out and makes a car aux adapter or holder or holster or whatever you want to call it. Are there a lot of cars though where if you are plug if you don't so if you don't have Bluetooth, then why couldn't they just plug their use the adapt use the converter? Why couldn't they just use the wire? Uh, they could, but then what? How do you charge at the same time if you're on like a road trip? Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Uh. That's that's gonna be yeah. That's I mean that's a that's gonna be a a quandary for people, I guess. You just have to uh, either get that splitter, or and I'm I'm sure that there's going to be third party solutions. I'm sure there um, are. E- even if it's some sort of like adapter where like one part is just is powering from your uh you know kind of your cigarette lighter adapter or whatever. Or I guess that's the old old thing they call it. But you know your your yeah your like twelve volt charger or whatever in the car. Somebody will come up with it and solve that problem. Yeah, they'll come out. I'm sure they will. Um, within like weeks, I'm sure they yeah. will. Thankfully, I mean, that's a, a lot of cars, though. <laughs> Thankfully, it's not a problem that we have to worry about. So, no, it's not. Um, I'll let the people with that. That's, it's, I mean, it's going to suck for some people, but, you know, I also know a lot of people that do listen to music in their, on their phone in the car and don't even charge, you know, so I don't know. We'll have to figure out what they I'll, do. I'm kind of excited, too, for iOS 10 because I believe it has the, new CarPlay software, which we have in our new car. So I get to finally oh, like customize so the icons and, and do all that. Cause right yeah. now, um, you know, you're kind of stuck with the icons in the order that they tell you that they should be. in. so, you know, I don't want them in some orders. Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> getting it that way. Yeah. I'm actually, I, I'm due for a new car for, uh, I just paid off my Sentra and I'm just kind of waiting. Cause the next car is, I'm, I'm not getting another car unless it has CarPlay in it. Um, and and I know that's probably like just a stupid elitist Apple fanboy comment. No, but, that's what we did. So. But yeah, but because <laughs> the biggest issue, so like the issue with Marie has right now with the path with her Pathfinder, is um, it's a 2013, and so you figure now you're you're basically that was designed at the time for like iOS probably six or seven yeah. when they were actually creating that, and so. Now it's like you plug in the phone and like it takes about three or four times for you to plug it in until it finally recognizes it. And there's no way to update the, the software on those, 
on most of those stock yeah, systems. Yeah, old ones. Yeah. So it's you know for me it's all you know unless you want to go out and buy a um a, you know your an aftermarket receiver for your car. Yeah, then you got to install it and, and all that. There's too much work. Yeah. So as um, I, I know, so if I, I I I would get a car that didn't have CarPlay, but if if I love the car enough, but the first thing I would do is buy an aftermarket receiver that has CarPlay in it. I'll tell you what, it's cool. It's really it's really intuitive. You already know how to use it because it's basically just like a, a different version of your home screen. Um, but I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking in terms of you know I, I still listen to the regular radio more. Even though I have CarPlay, but I like the maps is very easy to use. It's just one button to go home. You can, you know, uh, Siri read you your text messages. You can reply to them, all that stuff on there. You can shuffle through your music. I think with the new update, though, it'll, it'll be a little bit better. But I, even, you know what I learned, though, too, is even on when I'm listening to the regular radio and I get a text message, the CarPlay software still puts the text message to the front of the screen. So I'll still be on our gmc screen but like the text message ios text message will still pop down it's kind of cool but it's not like groundbreaking i don't know i don't know yeah, for me, wrong for me it's not use, yeah for me it's more about just not having the the worry of every time when i, I update my phone like what's it going to break in my car now um that's that's usually the bigger issue that we have to work yeah on. yeah that's true so um but yeah, there, I mean, there's there once I think once people see the trade offs and see what they're getting now, like you know, I think at the end of the day, it's gonna be it's gonna be an adjustment for people with the headphone jack. But then when they realize, oh well, okay, my phone's now dust and water water resistant. It's got a much better battery, a much improved camera. It you know the seven, which uh, most people I imagine are gonna get has optical image stabilization. So they're going to see these huge advancements in the things they probably use most, the camera, the battery, that they're that they're going to learn to, to live with it and embrace it. And I think as you start seeing a lot more better quality, lower priced Bluetooth headsets coming out, headphones coming out, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a moot point by the time we come around to the iPhone 7S or the rumor, you know, iPhone 8 or 10, whatever they decide to call the next one. Um, well, not to mention, too, I think that once that comes out, I mean, you have to know that they're probably going to be coming out with wireless charging on the next phone or the or the next one. So this whole deal of right. not being able to charge and listen at the same time is, is never going to be an argument because you won't need it. Um, yeah. And, and, and I'm very today much about yeah. Apple, um, I guess, finalizing the they're, they're really trying to nail down wireless charging for the next iPhone because they want to do it much better than right. I hate wireless charging right now. If you if you've used it, it's, well, it's just not wireless. It's yeah, you still have to. <laughs> it's just to be next to something. Yeah, for me, Utopia would be as long as you have like some sort of wireless charging near you. As long as it's like like Wi-Fi, like as long as you're yes. in a zone, your phone is recharging. Like that would that's wireless charging. Yeah, it's. I saw some kind of patent where like there's this little, I don't know, maybe like a coaster size things that you can put in your car, you can put on the, in the living room, you can put on the couch, and all this stuff, and basically you just create your own little hubs for wireless charging yeah that's what i want to see i don't, I don't want to have to be leave because at least now when i charge with my cable i can pick my phone up and use it yeah but if i'm doing a wireless charging i have to, I have to leave it on a, like a leave it sitting on a little like a little pad or some sort of little base exactly that's, you know, lying like face down it's just not that's not, that's not wireless yeah so um yeah but i think once they can solve that issue it's going to be 
it's going to be a moot point anyway. Yeah, I agree. Totally. So did you order? Did you? Did um, you I did. I did. As you know, we kind of texted briefly at 3 a.m. this morning. I know um, you had a lot of issues. I knew you were fighting with T-Mobile. That was pretty uh, funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I love T-Mobile for their offers with the data and and the the binge on with the streaming so you know, i can literally watch catch up on a netflix show every day on the bus and not caught counts an ounce of data whereas if i can watch if you just watch one show on agency of verizon you're you pretty much go past your data limit for the month so i love that aspect however however <laughs> last year they had the phone number you had a call which i thought was like are you serious you have to call so i did and i ordered and it worked and then you think one year later, they're like, all right, well, it's 2016. Maybe we can go online now. Nope, you still have to call. So, and what's, what's really annoying about that is last year, they even said that, you know, because they just launched Jump on Demand like a week, I think, before the iPhone 6S came out last year. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we, it's, our systems aren't ready to handle the trade-in through the web yet, but um, by next year, we hope we're, you know, we'll have this nailed down. And it's, it, I feel like it's a worse, it was a worse process for anybody trying to order from not just T-Mobile, I think any carrier. I've heard nothing but horror stories from people who did not buy directly from Apple and even people that bought from Apple. Yeah, they, I saw that too. There's a lot of people who had issues at that. Yeah, I think that, uh, my, my, my brother, he, um, he's an AT&T and he tried to, that website was down or whatever. He couldn't log in for like 15 minutes. He finally gets in at like 3.15 a.m., orders his phone. And he has like a September 30th to October 9th ship date or something. Crazy. And that's the, that, that was 15 minutes after their on sale started. So he's, he's hoping I'm trying to temper his expectations because I'd be surprised if this happens, but he thinks that maybe they'll find out they have more stock than they do and they'll actually bump, move up a ship date. But, um, I, I, I would be shocked if that's happening, especially if Apple's supply is already into like November for some of the, some of the Jet Black Plus models. Yeah, well, like as I told you, you know, I, I called, um, I, I decided to use the 611 number that T-Mobile gives you, like to do it and figure that maybe that gives me a better connection. <laughs> I don't know. So I did it, and I did it probably at like 259, and I literally went right through. There was a prompt, are you calling about the new iPhone? Yes. Phone rang, someone was there instantly. And it was the whole thing, maybe 10, 11 minutes, the whole thing, to order two phones. But <clears throat> But as I told you, uh, this morning, in the middle of ordering the second phone, the woman put me on hold, and she I heard her say, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Like, something was happening in their control room, and it sounded like all their systems went down or just surged or whatever. Oh, I'm sure. So then she basically said, all right, you're all set. And like I told you, I got um, you get the email confirmation. So I got one for my phone instantly, and I was waiting for my wife's phone for probably 20 minutes after I hung up, and I didn't get it. So I said, all right, maybe they're just getting backlogged. Woke up this morning, no email. Called them on the way to my on the way to work this morning, and turns out they never ordered the second one because it was still stuck in a draft mode. Um, and on top of that, they actually flipped the types of phones we wanted with the numbers. So, like I told you, she was going to cancel my Jet Black one to put it onto the right number, and I said no. <laughs> so you got the so you got keep the it jet in black. queue. I got the jet black. Oh wow! So I yeah, that was the one that that I when I first saw, I was like, that's the one I'm buying. When they showed it on on the uh, the keynote, but then just I don't know if you saw that Verge article. There was like scratches on it already, even in a yeah. very controlled environment. So I just know how anal I am, and I was like, you know what? I'm, 
I'll wait till like the next phone when it's <laughs> when they've perfected this surface. I mean, it's gorgeous looking, and I it is. I mean, but you're gonna you you know you 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 don't mind putting the case on as much as I as I do. I don't like to put a case on. And, well, I have more of a backing, like a sticker that goes on the back. It looks like a wood grain. So either I like it and I keep it jet black, or if not, then I'll put my wood sticker on. But either way, I'll be covering it. So you, it, you got the plus, right? Uh, no, I got oh, the regular this, one. Okay, regular. Yeah, because I think they're saying now the jet black, the jet black plus by like within like half an hour or something was already into November with shipping. So wow, that's by far either the most popular one or the one that it's just taken them a long time to make. So yeah, I don't want to go plus yet. I, I just I can't. It's uh, too big for my pocket. I didn't want to go plus, but then when I ca- when I saw the camera, especially with that amazing portrait mode update coming out. That depth of field is going to just be uh, that, even though it's kind of faking the effect, it's still going to just be so awesome. Yeah, Corinne got it on her phone. She got the upgrade with that, so she takes all the family pictures anyway. So yeah. I arm her with the best one. But, and you know, it's like the battery. Like when I went back from the plus back to the success, I uh, I, I definitely did, I liked having the one handed typing and mm-hmm. not such a huge bulge in the pocket. But I did miss that glorious screen and that amazing battery life. So yeah, at least I ha- at least I'm like I have some other positives with it. But yeah, my my pre order was pretty seamless. I mean, I just basically set my alarm for two fifty seven. Uh, had my <laughs> Me too. I, had my iPad and my phone all ready to go, <laughs> and uh, by about three oh five, the app started working for me, and I had mine marked as a favorite. Picked it out, nice. Um, and then you you know did the Apple Pay, and it was good. One thing I've I had a problem last year doing Apple Pay where it didn't like it was giving me like your billing address is not matched are your records. So I, this is I actually like Ugh. earlier that day I <laughs> I made a purchase through the app on the Apple Store with my uh with my fingerprint to make sure Apple Pay would work, and it did. And I went right in and canceled the purchase. So uh, I was like, okay, well, at least I know who works. Like, would you like, order like a charger or something? Or I would, yeah, I just ordered a dock or something like that. Um, yeah. And then I just canceled it right away. But uh, I was like, okay, I'm good. So now yeah, I, you got to make sure. Yeah. I, so that way I was like very efficient. I woke up, you know, got got it working, ordered it, and you know, turned everything off, went back to bed. So. I do wish though, like I have one of my um, my cousin's husband in, in California, Chris. He's like an Apple fanboy like us. He's all into it, but you know he can stay up till midnight and then go back to I know. bed. I'm so envious I, of those people on the West Coast at this, this I think, time of the year. I think maybe they, they need to switch up. Maybe they make it on sale at six pre order at six a.m. Eastern. Make them wake up at three o'clock, so we, we could just get up and go to work. Yeah, that would, <laughs> it's yeah, it's not fair, but it's really um, not fair. <laughs> yeah, and my my uh, you know my brother is actually he lives in California and he's actually in New York uh, this week, <laughs> so he actually uh, you know didn't get to. You know, we didn't, wouldn't have that luxury like we like we uh, normally get jealous of them for. So, yeah, maybe one day they'll they'll come around six a.m. Yeah. on on sale time. That would be nice. Uh, yeah, it's it, it causes so much stress for me. Like I it just does. It, it's it's very stressful. But once it's done, I'm like oh, okay, and then I gotta just wait the week for the phone. To <laughs> this is a good one though because the uh, time between the keynote and the pre order is a day less. Yeah, that's true, and it's all, and then this this week will will probably fly by hopefully. Yeah, because uh, you've got iOS ten coming out on Tuesday, and yep. you didn't update yet, right? No, I was going to. I saw the Gold Master email came through yesterday, and I said I've waited this long. Yeah, so it's awesome. I love it. Um, so even though I've so I've been running it now for a while, as we as I've, we've talked about, but I still don't have my watch updated. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, getting that's the watch. gonna be big. Speaking of watch. Yeah, um, the series two announcement. So I know we we talked a couple of weeks ago about like we, we didn't know it was going to happen with the watch because there wasn't so much 
leaking about it, but then it seemed like once we had that conversation, more things started leaking. Um, but basically, it's the same thing, just redesigned internally, and now yeah. the, the Series 2 uh, has a G- built-in GPS and uh, is fully waterproof. Uh, the, those are like the kind of two key key marquee, big marquee features. By the way, how cool is that waterproof technology that it literally just pushes the water, the water. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's pretty that awesome. Is really, that is really cool. Yeah, so if anybody doesn't know what that means, so basically what will happen is if you're if you get water in the speaker uh when you're swimming with the with the phone with the watch there's it realizes that you're out of the water and it like vibrates really really quickly to spit the water out like almost like it's puking the water out of the, the watch <laughs> um it's really cool um i don't know it's not, it's not enough for me to upgrade totally you know, not either the, nope. yeah they i mean they say that pro- it's got a better processor but actually it's actually a little bit thicker and heavier than the original watch, which seems like, you know, when I'm, when I'm going to upgrade, it's, it's cause I'm going vastly thinner. Not. Yeah. I mean, and listen, it's like probably like micro millimeters thicker, but I just, I mean, listen, if I, if I was a big runner or a swimmer, then yeah, I would say maybe I'll do it. But with all the software updates coming to the original watch, it's just going to be just as snappy, maybe a little bit, a little bit less quick as the new yeah. processor on there, but it's not enough to upgrade. I mean, I don't run enough, nearly enough to yeah, for what we use our watch for. I think we're going to see immense more benefits from the software update coming out than we will on a hardware update. Um, I don't, I you know, I, I swim, but I can very, I'm very fine taking my Apple Watch off because I don't swim to like do laps or anything. Yeah, so, exactly. So you're not, I, you're not keeping track of your, you're not exercising with yeah, swimming. Yeah, I would just be throwing that money away. I did think it, I was surprised though to see that they have a new, a ceramic one out now, which they say is actually more, uh, sturdy than even stainless steel. So that was, that looks nice until you looked at the price though. I didn't realize it was an addition. Yeah. It's like one. Yeah. So they got rid of the gold, the gold edition one. Yeah. And this, I guess, is the, to replace, I guess people realize they're not paying $10,000 for a watch that's going to be outdated in a year. So, uh, the ceramic no, does, 1200. <laughs> yeah. So it's like $1,200. It's, it's white ceramic. It's nice looking. I personally think it's a little feminine looking. It um, is. Yeah. And, uh, I think it is kind of weird that it comes with a sport band with like a white sport band. <laughs> it just seems like you're putting like the most budget, f- uh, band on a watch. That's the most high end that they make for this series. Uh, and, and I've also read some reviews that in person, it almost looks like it's more plastic than ceramic, but, but it, that was a surprise though. Um, and I, I'm also, I'm equally as, as confused by the Nike plus or Nike run plus, whatever it's called edition, because I mean, they could have easily said it's the same watch with a new app that's only around this watch, but they made it seem like it was strictly this app just for runners yeah um, and they've got this band that has holes in it so i guess what does it make you run faster because i don't know, I don't know. It, it's it's it, but to me i mean unless i was missing something or whatever i read up after it's literally an apple watch that has software on it that you just can't get in any other one and by software i mean an app yeah uh, yeah they're like we built it with runners in mind they say and it's got you know it basically uses a different font and it looks more like nike branding which um, and I think they said it also connects with that Nike Run Club thing. Look, I do not run at all, um, I, so I have no no interest in that. I can see though, like they've had Apple's had a huge partnership with Nike, even going back to the original iPods. Yeah, with that Nike Plus, you know, shoe shoe sensor mm-hmm. and all that. So 
you know, I think it's, uh, they kind of broke off a little bit when they had their fuel ban, but, you know, I think it's, it's a better world for Apple and Nike when they work together on this. And, uh, you know, if, they, if Apple really wants to try to get in the fashion market instead of going to like Hermes, you know, they should be focusing more on like Nike and more of the general public brands because I just don't, think that they at the end of the day that they're ever going to be the apple watch is ever going to be, be positioned as a luxury item i think the, no. the, the edition showed us that people don't want at this point to pay ten thousand dollars for a luxury edition apple watch it's too expensive and i and i also think you know with the hermes brand you can get i don't say knockoffs but you don't have to spend that much money to get a double buckle leather band i mean you can buy them on amazon for like 40 bucks and no one really knows the difference yeah and honestly if i saw somebody on like if I saw somebody in the wild, like I was sitting on the subway or something and they were rocking an edition, like a gold edition, my first mind would be like, you're a douchebag. I would not be like, you're cool. Um, I, I wish I had that watch. I'd be like, I used it. Are you stupid? You pay $10,000 for an Apple watch. And I think that most people that are in the know probably felt like, yeah, why would I want to do, why would I do that? If I'm spending 10 grand, I'm spending a watch that I can pass down to my kids and, and their kids. And you know, that's like, I'm not going to give them a watch that, you know, it's going to sit in my junk drawer after a couple of years when I have yeah. a model like, and I can't sell it on eBay. Or I think it's fake. Yeah. Or exactly. It's, you know, how many times do you see women walking around with Louis Vuitton bags and just assume that they're fake? You honestly, like 90% of the time, you're like, that's probably that's fake. fake. Yeah. <laughs> probably fake. And with the Nike one, though, too, I mean, I know it says it hooks right up to the Nike club, whatever it is, but so does the app I have on my watch right now. I don't know. It reminds me of like the YouTube iPod. YouTube, iPod, not YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube. It's like you can go buy it if you like YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly the. That's exactly what it is. It's a good good analogy. It's just a kind of a. You know, it's. I think they wanted to pad this event a little bit more, so they said, you know, let's also throw this in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think I think it's. Uh, we were we were curious about what the how they would have two watches side by side, but you know what they're basically doing is the Apple Watch One is being updated a little bit to have the same processor, just not the waterproofing and no GPS. And personally, for me, I don't go, I don't mountain climb, so I don't need a GPS either. So there's really no reason for the update. You know what, you know what I was thinking about too yesterday was, you know, we're talking about the, the life cycle of them and it wouldn't be every year. So look at this Apple watch. It was 18 months really, right? When all said and done before they announced a new one and it was hardly a new one. So now if they're going to get a whole bunch of people onto this one, it has to be at least another year or 18 months till Series 3 comes out. And they would piss so many people off if they made radical changes because so many people that were early adopters like us with the watch probably yeah. have a lot of different bands. Um, I would say we, I've probably worn my Apple Watch 95% of the time since it's been out. Yeah. And yeah, I, I like it. It's a, it's a great watch for telling time. It's great for like getting notifications. But at the end of the day, I do like very little with it. But now I think I can actually start recommending people go out and buy one, you know, if this software update that comes out on Tuesday makes it as good as a, as it looks like it's going to be. Yeah, I think so too. And I also think that I don't see them this spring coming out with a third edition or next, even next fall, maybe, because I think all the attention is going to be on the new iPhone, oh, iPhone next fall. So I think you're literally look, probably looking at 18 months, which would be three years from the, no. Yeah, well, three years watched, or two years? Yeah, no, it came three out, years. Yeah. It came out in April 2015. 15. 2015. I'm thinking April. this will be April 2017. And no, that would be too April soon. April 2018. 
Oh no, no, I think you're probably April 27, 2017, because you know if we're, if they they just they're launching that series two in twenty sixteen. So I think they'll either next year do the series three or maybe wait a bit longer, but we'll have to see. But I, I think that, you know, it's going to take them a couple of generations before they make drastic changes to it. Cause you're going to have too many people are going to be really upset if they've invested into accessories for it. And well, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, right now it's, it's September, October, 2016. I don't see them in April 17 in six months from now putting out a brand new one. No. Yeah. It's going to have to be like, it's going to have to either be. The fall, year from now, or, the fall, or the you know maybe around a holiday or or twenty seventeen. Yeah, so I think uh, I'm kind of relieved. Yeah, <laughs> I can use everything now still, and there's no like imminent, you know, outdating of, of what we have already. Yeah, instead we can spend our money on on AirPods and everything. <laughs> what did you What did you think of the AirPods? At first, I didn't like them. I was like, "That's really lame. They look really dumb." But then I looked at my the ones. I'm wearing right now. That's basically what they are, just without the cord. Yeah. So, so I, 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 yeah, I, when I first saw them, I'm like, okay, they look ugly. But then when I saw what they can do, I was like, oh my god, I want those now. Yep. Um. So for people that haven't seen this, basically, if you took your current ear pods that come with your iPhone and just snip the wire off, that's pretty much what these look like. Except the inside is so much different. So they've got this, like, well, first of all, they they come with this really cool charging case that pairs with your phone and your computer and your iPad and any Apple device, even the older ones, um, which to me, it, that is such an amazing feature because yeah, I want to be able to have these on my while I'm commuting. Then when I get to work, when I switch to my laptop, I'll still be able to listen to my music on my laptop still because like I, I, we've, you know, I've said before, we do all, we don't use our phones at work. We do everything through Skype at work. So, um, I can make calls through them. Like, I realistically could leave these things in my ears all day if I wanted to. And, uh, from what everybody's saying that's testing them out in the, uh, after the keynote, they stay in your ear so much better than the current ear pods because there's no wire rang down. Mm-hmm. And then they did something, else, they've done something else too to make it really grip a lot better. So, um, I personally am super, I'm going to buy them as soon as they go on sale. Uh, I think it's really cool how, uh, you can take one out and it will kind of then route the music over to that one ear. So you're not only getting half the music and that it's got the microphone and the tapping for Siri. So it, to me, it looks like it's a, it's a really cool, uh, I, I expected when I first heard they were doing something like this to be like three or $400. So for me, 160, I was actually surprised that it's only that. I'm curious to see how you change the volume on it right now. Cause that's a big thing that I do on the bus and you know, in the elevator, I kind of just go up to my ear and tap it down. I don't know if you can tap. I think they said there was tap controls on that for the volume too. I could be wrong, but I thought it could be something where you slide your finger up to raise Maybe. the volume or down. Um, I'm, I'm sure they've got something for that. Uh, I don't think it's going to have like all the, it may, I don't, but I don't know, but I don't know if it's going to have the, the player play or pause kind of taps as well. You might have to like use Siri to do that, but uh, Maybe I do like that it senses when it's in your ear. So if they come out, it stops and pauses on demand, and and you know that way it doesn't kind of blare through your your speaker if you have them off. Yeah, and I also like too the same chip that's powering that they're putting into the, their Beats headphones too. So if if you, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm going to lose those AirPods. Uh, so you know if you want to get ones that have a wire still uh, or you know traditional over over the head over the year headphones then you can also buy the models that that have that w1 chip as well to yeah 
get that functionality. But for me, I, I'm I'm super excited by it. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's actually a pretty good deal for what they're asking. I wish it was in October that I had to wait for them, but. Uh, I think it's actually for me. I'm not going to get it as soon as they come out. I think it's a perfect. Um, Christmas gift uh, yeah. to tell people who always complain that I'm tough to buy for. Exactly. That's like a pretty good <laughs> idea. Um, but what I like too, they announced today, is if you lose one, they will allow you to buy just a replacement individual. So you don't yeah, have to like go out and too. drop 160. So I figure they'll probably charge you like 80 bucks for one or something, but it's still, I mean, it's still a lot to swallow, but you know, take care of them. Don't lose them. You know, I wonder if it comes with its own lightning charger. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it would. Have. I mean, because if it, what we talked about earlier in the podcast was, you know, if eventually they're going to come out with a wireless charging mechanism. I mean, because think about it right now. I mean, when you go to bed, you have your your watch you get to put on the stock. The iPad's got to go plugged in. The iPhone's got to get plugged in. Now this thing has to get plugged in. That's four devices. Well, I don't think you have to charge this thing as often because it's it it. I think it like it, it'll charge from so like the, what my understanding is that it. They'll you'll get five hours of listening time before you need to recharge. Yeah, uh, the, I think it said that the case will allow it to recharge for up to twenty four hours. So you could basically take it, keep putting it back in uh, like four or five times, like basically five, almost five times. Yeah, so to, every to three days maybe you gotta charge yeah. the case. So I mean, for me, I see that as something as like when I get to work, you know, every couple of days I'll just recharge it for a few, you know, for like twenty minutes, half hour, whatever it takes. Yeah, my desk. I don't think it's like it's not going to be like an every night you need to recharge. This That's thing. a good point because like my Beats right now they are wireless and they have to be charged, but I probably charge them. I'll call one and a half times a week at work. I just leave the charger at work, and if I had noticed on my phone up in the top right corner that the the battery indicator is there for my Beats, if it's down at half, I just plug it in for the day, and when I leave, I'm done, and I'm good for like three, four, or five days. Yeah. So I think it's going to be. Uh... I think it's going to be a lot less painful than what uh, what we what it's traditionally been with other things because also you know my your commute's not five hours so well maybe no. you know back and forth so you figure you probably can get two times before you need to recharge it in the first place and I think you said fifteen minutes of recharging them in that thing will uh, will get them back to another three hours of listening so and I don't think I'm going to use them all the time if I get them like I'm still going to sit on the bus with my Beats and put them on because those also. You know, they're, they basically like cancel out everything around you and they're just comfortable on my, on my ears. But this is going to be more for like walking to work, doing calls, um, maybe running with them or just, you know, things like, even just right now we're talking. I can't wear my beats and talk because it's like I'm talking in a vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see, uh, what the review, so far reviews have been positive. It'll yep. be interesting to see what some of the audio files have to say too, like how good the quality is. It's, people are saying it's good, but, you know, I want to see, what a lot of people say about exactly because they listen to it like in a very loud room so so we'll see yeah and the last surprise um and i think the last topic we'll we'll talk about today was the announcement with nintendo uh with the mario run game so a lot of people myself included have been knocking nintendo for not making games on ios they're like losing out on a whole generation of of people my son who you know who's six years old has uh yeah, we, we got him a Wii one time because uh, it was really cheap at Target and it had some fun games. He's played it like five times. I think I've played it more than he has. Um, he But he has no affinity towards Mario or any of the iconic characters. And, it, you know, instead for him, it's all about like what's on iOS. So, yeah, Angry Birds and yeah, exactly. Minecraft and all that. Yeah, exactly. So if Nintendo's going to lose out on a whole generation of people. So it is good to see that they're making making these games now. 
uh, you know, they kind of technically, you know, you know, you could say the Pokemon Go wasn't really Nintendo because they sold the rights to that. Mm-hmm. But, um, they, so, you know, it's good to see Mario on iOS. I was totally surprised for that. Um, but I will say, and I, I, that my, I forgot to mention earlier, my jaw dropping moment though. Oh, yes. Of yes. the, of the event was when they showed the photo, uh, of that guy with the sunglasses on with the portrait effect on the iPhone 7, uh, 7 plus. Yeah. Because that to me, like, totally looked like it was shot on like a $5,000 camera. Yes. So that's when I was like, when, when he was like, that photo, that was shot on an iPhone. I was like, Oh my god! I was yeah, like, that, that was that was pretty intense. That was, that was a good shot. But the Nintendo was a very close second. I was like, when they said, and when they said like Miyamoto was on stage, like the father of Nintendo, I was like, oh my god! I can't like if they're starting off with him, like this is that was you know you're for a good keynote. So yeah, it was good. And no, no, so I read something today. I guess he did gave an interview Miyamoto about um, you know why they did that, and I guess they put their whatever Animal Crossing and whatever other game on the shelf till next year to get Mario out. But he said his hope is that putting this out on iOS and then Android will get more people back to the Nintendo consoles to experience the full Mario experience. But to me, that's such old thinking. Like, I think, well, yeah, have, I get what he's saying, but I don't think anyone's like, oh my God, I love Mario Run so much. I'm going to go buy a Wii U well, to go play it, more it Mario. All, well, okay, well, so Nintendo has a new system coming out next year. Like, I think it's codenamed like the Nintendo NX or something like that. Uh, and it's supposed to be like super innovative as they usually are with their systems, but they haven't, they haven't announced yet what it's going to be like. But, um, there's a lot of rumors that it's going to kind of be somewhere in between, I think, with a console and, uh, and the DS type of thing where it's like, hmm. we're very mobile. Kind of what they were trying to do with the Wii U, but really failed. Yeah. So I could see how if you're getting kind of a lighter version of these games, you know, assuming Mario Run is an awesome game, because yep. it looks really cool. It looks cool. I just hope it, it, it's enough to keep coming back to. Yeah. Hope it's I, not like they're one think, and done. I think if they can do that and get a few other games on there under their belt, and if the NX is, is priced affordably, then this, that could be a really good strategy for them to you know say, hey, if you want to experience this in the whole entire Nintendo universe – come by this system for, you know, a couple hundred dollars and, you know, it's, that's a lot easier sell than trying to get people that have no affinity at all towards these characters. To yeah, you have to start somewhere, I guess. Like, yeah, like, you know, let's see, let's see them do something with, uh, with Zelda. Let's see, oh let's see them do something with Metroid, like the characters that, yeah. that really can, can hook you into the system and then give them a much better experience that you can't get on the, on the phones yet. Yeah, I just hope Mario Run is cool. I mean, it, it seemed really neat. I saw one review who was a little bit hesitant of it because they said basically it's, you know, like any of the, the endless running games like Temple Run or Flappy Bird. But it's side-scrolling, or- though, which I thought was innovative because, you know, it was when, I, when he said it was kind of like a runner game, I was like, ugh. But then I saw it when they showed him playing it, and it, it was it, – I thought it was a really innovative way of making the side-scrolling Mario with the jumping by just tapping. And so, yep. so it, was, it, was, it was almost like a new – category of game it's almost like a mix of flappy bird and the running endless runner games yeah and, you, and it looked really beautiful too it did it did look really nice and i love that you can play against people yeah um i really like that i mean i hope it, i hope you don't need a connection the whole time because i can definitely see that being a problem for you know people like us that maybe take the subway or the path train in and all that where yeah. you don't have service like does it just 
sync back up when you get away from back into service and yeah um because i mean that's when i played my candy crushes on the subway every day that's yeah. the only time i play um but i think it's really cool the one the one thing that i'm really hesitant on is i don't like how they pointed out that there's no in-app purchases meaning they're going to give it a price tag which is fine but i can't see it being 99 cents or anything yeah. if that's so the case i am i'm expecting it to be realistically probably between 4.99 and like 9.99 but i wouldn't be surprised one bit knowing nintendo if they tried charging you like 19.99 for this thing that's what i was thinking too and i told as i was on i told uh, my friend john at work i said they're probably thinking well you'd pay 50 dollars for the game on a console so we'll charge 29.99 but you know what i think that if they i will pay 20 dollars for that just uh just because to, to be able to experience Mario and see what this game is like, I figure, hey, you know, I've spent, you know, I spend more money on freaking coffees in a week that I, you know, like, let me try, let me try. Yeah, that's true. So, but then look, but look at um, Pokemon. That's free. And look how many downloads they have. Yeah, but look how, much money, get... look how much money they make with in-app purchases, though. I know. So, so that's why I kind of wish that they would, I mean, even, even Candy Crush, that's free. And I probably spent the easily 50 60 bucks on that but if you were so able far. to but if you were if you knew paying a 20 dollars upfront cost was going you, and you were going to be able to do all that cool stuff without having to you know you weren't gonna have to wait for lives to recharge and all that other crap that like they get you with with the in-app purchases then you might be like well i've probably spent a hundred dollars on candy crush let me at least you know paying ten dollars or twenty dollars for this game that i can play anytime i want I can do all the stuff with my friends. I don't. I don't yeah. need to spam my Facebook feed and ask people to send me lives and crap. I say I, we say that all the time at work because Candy Crush kind of stopped. You don't have to pay to cross a bridge, which is like oh, I can't believe I'm saying a sentence out loud. But <laughs> um, you know, I, I, we always said it's free, and you pay. You know, what is it? Once every two weeks, you pay ninety nine cents, and that's nothing. But if the game was available in the App Store when it came out for like sixty nine ninety nine, you'd be like, are they crazy? Yeah, well, that's going to get you. Money. Well, and now there's everyone's against in-app purchases because you know a lot of these the gamers are like, "F that!" You know, a free-to-play game is going to cost you hundreds of dollars if you want to really get master it. Yeah. So I think that, uh, like, I love that game, uh, Two Dots. Uh, it's you know it's a sequel mm-hmm. to that game, Dots. And I I actually like, tweeted them I'm like, guys, I'm like, I would gladly give you guys like ten dollars or twenty dollars. If you just let me play this all the time and I have to keep doing these stupid, like, recharging my lives. And, uh, you know, like, they're like, thanks for that. You know, we're, we're always looking at different ways to, to do things. So I just hope more companies will, I, I will pay more if the game is good. At least, you know, give me, like, the ability to get a full game for one price where I don't have to do any of this recharging lives, you know, getting all this, like, asking my Facebook friends for crap because I'm not going to do that. No, you're not going to do that. I, I, I think, I hope Mario's $10 or less. I'll pay for it if it goes up to like 20, but you know, if it, I don't think the average person is going to do anything more than that. And I, I really even think like four ninety nine is a lot to ask for that because well, they're the, the, the culture of the way, what we've people have been conditioned to pay for apps. I think Apple though is also probably looking at this as if there's any IP that they can get, that they can license or, or, or sell through their store uh, that they're going to get a, a revenue of, they're, you know, that's going to make them a lot of money. I think that Mario is one that they think would be huge for them. So they, then, they're probably saying, "Well, let's charge, let's try it nine ninety nine. Let's see how it is." Because for them, it's you know, if they're getting three dollars off every sale of 
that that's they're gonna make obscene amounts they're of money. gonna make killing but then i ho- i just hope that you know it's not mediocre sales at that point and then nintendo's like see this is no, why we didn't go on your, everybody your everybody that's i guarantee you pretty much everybody that has a phone that's 35 and under is going to, i mean between probably between the age of 25 28 and 35 or older is going to buy that game yeah yeah if it's reasonably priced, I mean they if they, they can't charge it like a console. Yeah, but I want to like let's see let's see a tap edition Duck Hunt. Let's see like some like oh, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, let's see them like find a way to bring Tecmo Bowl or Donkey a, Kong, Donkey Kong, like all these amazing games that I would love to play. But not, I don't want just a port. I want like one that's redesigned for a touch interface. And you know, if anybody knows how to to be innovative with these things, it's Nintendo. So it's only good things for us if Nintendo and Apple work together. That's true. It is pretty neat. I think that's cool. You know, the one the one other thing too that that we didn't talk about that I was underwhelmed with for the keynote was the um, real time collaboration on iWork. And I actually had our head designer. He was in my office as we were watching it, and I showed him. I was like, "Hey, Nate, check this out. You and you and the team could work on this." And he said, "A, we wouldn't unless we're under like some severe time crunch." And he's like, "And B." What average person is needing to collaborate real time on a PowerPoint or, or keynote deck that quickly is that we have to everyone scramble to get things done? It seemed like it yeah. was just a little you bit of a sizzle. Was, that was so inconsequential to that keynote that I forgot about it literally until you just I, mentioned it. I have that. it in my notes. I literally have real time collaboration <laughs> eh, next to it. Uh, well, look, I love iWork. I think that like it's keynote is a billion times better than PowerPoint. But at the end of the day, show me. Show me an office that uses Keynote as a primary uh, tool, which I, I wish it was all of them, but mm-hmm. it's probably it's less than one percent. I imagine of businesses are are probably doing that. Uh, so it's really you know, it's you're going to be collaborating on documents like this in a work environment, and an, an office has such a huge grasp on the on the work environment, yeah. especially in the really corporate settings that. You know, it's it's a it's a nice feature, but it's you know Google Google Docs has had this feature for years. Yeah, and, and it's kind of pointless too. Like um, he, I said to him, "Did you ever use this?" And he's like, "No." I mean, there are designers too that do decks, and he goes, "It would just be honestly, it probably adds more confusion than anything." Yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of the designers I work with, I've worked with uh, that are doing decks, especially decks that are really creative designed and really custom. A lot of them are using like Illustrator uh, and other pr- more professional tools. To, to compose these decks exactly in, yep. in, in keynote or PowerPoint anyway so it's a yeah I mean it's a weird market like I'm, I'm glad they're innovating there but you know let's let's take some of the resources away from trying to make iWork real real time collaboration and let's like make Apple Music even better or let's you know let's make iTunes so it's not a pile of garbage that takes forever to load up on your computer you know there's exactly. a lot of better things they can be using those smart people for totally totally. All right. Well, I think that pretty much covers uh, the launch. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. I think next week we will have even more. We'll have – hopefully I'll have our iPhones in hand. We will have iOS 10. All the amazing things that iOS 10 has to offer will be available to all of our friends and family. Uh, and our watch will feel brand new with Watch OS 3. So can't wait to chat next week and see uh, what what our thoughts are. Perfect. Well, well this, was, this was fun. And the next time we'll – Be hands-on, so that'll be a good time. Yep. All right. See you next time. All right. Bye-bye.